welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I thank you for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, that you recognize, and that you truly, truly realize and believe deep inside. You don't have to do this journey of life alone. We are in it together which is why there is also a community space called Soul Circle that I would love for you to come over and hang out in. You can learn more about it in the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. I cannot wait to hang out with you over there. Now let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? Raise your hand or just nod your head. If you are someone who tries to do things perfectly, who wants to make everything right, look good, show up, oh, I don't know, amazing, right? There is this idea, this thought, this oh, feeling of perfectionism that I feel like so many of us are chasing. And maybe not in every single aspect of our life. Because there are certain areas that I know, yeah, I really try to get that right. And other areas where I try, (laughs) but it's never going to happen. But there is, there's this striving. There is this reaching for something that is sometimes a totally unrealistic expectation. And the thing is, what I have learned over many, many years is that the majority of the time, the expectation that is there, the one that I'm trying to reach and strive and live up to, is not because somebody else is expecting that. It's because I have put it on myself. This crazy idea that it needs to look this way sound this way, feel this way. No, no one else has said it. Only I have. Have you done that to yourself? Have you been the one putting these crazy expectations on yourself that you almost find yourself spreading yourself thin, totally wearing yourself out because you, you cannot reach this unattainable imaginary illusion that you've created in your head. It's not possible. Not at all. Not even for a single second. And I have done this in so many ways. And you think about even little things, right? Let's take inviting somebody over into your home. It's a big thing, right? Having someone come into your sacred space. And you do things a certain way in your home. And you're used to to doing them that way. And when no one is here, you don't even think twice about it. And now all of a sudden, you're going to invite these people in. They're going to see these things. And rather than just let them see them, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I need to take care of that before they arrive. And maybe it's things like having dishes in the sink. For me personally, I don't like wash the dishes as I go throughout the day. 
I kind of throw them in the sink. And then at the end of the night, I take care of them. Or maybe the next morning, depending upon how I'm feeling. I recently, within the past couple of months, like finally just started using my dishwasher. I had one, but then I always felt like it's just the two of us. Like I can't run the dishwasher for so few dishes. And then it's like, wait a minute. Yes, you can. (laughs) It's there for a reason. Stop driving yourself crazy. Just make it easier for yourself. But I've noticed, you know, before company is coming, I want to make sure that those dishes are clean. And so I'll wash them and put them away, not leave them in the sink. Maybe it's even the way that like the shoes are strewn about by our back door. That's where we come in mostly in and out. And there, well, there's only two people that live here. But if you looked at that pile of shoes, you would think it was like a family of seven <laughs> because the so many shoes. And so before someone comes, I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to like clear out the 8,000 pairs of shoes we have by the back door because they're going to look at that and think like, what is happening here? Yet, when people are entering, they don't, they don't even care. They don't even think twice about it. They're grateful to be there. They're grateful to be with you and enjoying your company. And again, there will always be those people who will judge. I cannot say that they are not out there. There are. And they're always going to have something to say, but you have to just kind of let that stuff go in one ear and out the other, as my mom would always say. Because in the end, it doesn't really matter. So don't worry about what they're thinking. That has more, way more to do with them than it has to do with you. And just drop the expectation. Drop this level of scrutiny that you're putting on yourself for no reason. Because all it's doing for me is adding on this extra layer of anxiety. There's like this countdown clock, right? that I'm looking at because I'm like, oh my gosh, I know they're going to be here at 11. I need to make sure I do X, Y, and Z before they come. And of course, I always wait till the last minute. There's no like, no doubt about that. That's just how I roll. (laughs) So trying to cram all of that in, it's like, wait a minute, rather than running around crazy before someone arrives, why don't I just take a moment, take a breath, be present. And not worry about the eight pairs of shoes that are by the back door. Let them stay. Because that's how you live and it's perfectly okay. There is this expression (laughs) that I love that one of my bosses said to me years ago. And ever since he had said it, it has stuck with me forever. And I have used it now in many situations, even with other new bosses that I have had. And it was just two simple words. And he had said, good enough. Good enough. We were working on this huge project and it was going to be presented to people much higher up than us. And of course, you're trying to make everything perfect, right? But in that trying to make it perfect, there's last minute changes. There's things that come in from left field and all of a sudden there's this crunch time. And you're, you're going a bit crazy, right? Trying to get it done, trying to make sure every little T 
T is crossed and I is dotted and all the colors are perfect and all of it. But then there comes a point where there, it's done. You cannot keep going back because you're going to keep going back. You're going to find something inevitably. You're going to find something that you want to change that you're not really sure about. And it might be like the color of the square. Do I want to change that? Oh, what if I did it in yellow? Maybe it'll look better then. No, no, no. What about blue? And you'll, you'll drive yourself insane. And there is almost that point where you do need to pause, step back and say, you know what? It's good enough. I put in all of my hard work. I showed up the best that I could. I got in those last minute changes that they wanted so that the information is accurate and it's correct. And that's all that I can do. I showed up. And it's good enough. And yes, there will be someone that will find something. That's okay. Let it go. Absolutely just let it go. And I carried those words with me. Because it's such a good reminder. We are never going to reach perfectionism, ever. No matter how hard we try, how much we change something or learn or grow, there's, there's always going to be more. Always, always. That will never change. But what matters most is your level of effort, your level of commitment, your level of being willing to show up. Go all in. But no, not to the extent of like, I'm going to reach this crazy ultimate level. No, it's going to be good enough. And they're going to get the point. They're going to totally understand what we're trying to accomplish. And then it's on them to decide. We move forward, we don't. Right? But I did my part. I did my part. And I laugh because hearing that expression with me, I um, worked in the restaurant industry for years, years. At the same time, I was actually working this job with the boss that said, good enough. And I used to 10 bar. And at the end of every shift, the manager would come and kind of check you out, make sure that you cleaned everything, that You put away what needed to be put away. You did whatever side work you had, whether it be wiping down all the bottles or cleaning the back mirrors, whatever it was. They were kind of that last check that had to happen before you could go home. And I used to have this one manager who always had to find something. Always. (laughs) No matter what it was. She had to find something to tell you, nope, you, you still need to do this. And at first, it would drive me crazy because I'm like, I'm pretty good at what I do, right? Like, I'm not a slacker. I really try to go by the rules and do what I'm supposed to do, even when it comes to that annoying side work that I might not want to do. I make the effort and I do it. So to put in all this effort, to be the one showing up as my best self. And being like, I'm, I'm all in doing it. 
And then to have her come out and be like, nope, you forgot this. Oh, oh my gosh, it would get under my skin. It would really, really, really drive me crazy. And then I realized, wait a minute. She's looking for something. She needs to find something. And it was never anything big. It was always like, oh, you, you miss this tiny sticky spot on the top of the bar. Like, all right, I'll wipe it down. No problem. But it was like infuriating because you're like, come on. Like, how did you even see this? Like craziness. But once I realized, oh, wait a minute, she's looking for something. Now I'm going to intentionally leave something. Something so obvious that she'll find it. And then she moves on from there. We're good. We're done. And once I started doing that, oh, my level of anger disappeared because I realized what was going on with her. And I like realized kind of how to play the game, right? All right. On top of where we put in those glasses, I'll just leave a little bit of something sticky. So when she rubs her hands over it, she's always going to do that. She'll be like, oh, wait a minute. You need to wipe this off. All right. Got it. No problem. And it's funny because there was this other manager who never even came to check me out, right? Had total trust that I was doing what I was doing. And then there was one night when it was just madness, total madness. And I don't know if you've ever worked in the restaurant business, but there are moments where you feel like, what is happening, (laughs) right? You don't even know up from down, left from right, and you are all over the place. Did I put that order into that table? Did I not? Did they even give me their order? Did they have their appetizers yet? Did they not? All, all, everything is going through your head. And it was just low, one of those nights where it was total chaos. And we're at the end of the shift once all of the customers have gone is like when you can finally breathe. And you let out like the biggest sigh of like, oh, I cannot believe I just made it through that. And now, yeah, you still have, you know, this other work to do before you can head home. And I remember going into the office and being like, I don't know, I think I did everything, but like my brain isn't even functioning right now. Like, I don't know what has just happened these past eight hours. And he just turned to me, he's like, you know what? It's good enough. We're going to get here tomorrow. The place will still be here. We'll figure it out. Like, good enough. After all that you just went through this night, we're good enough for this moment. And like, what an incredible reminder of like, yeah, we can just pick back up tomorrow. And maybe there are a few things I forgot to do, but it's not going to be the end of the world tomorrow. It's not like I left the beer tap open and beer just flowing out, right? No. Maybe I didn't fully restock the glasses. It's all right. We can figure that out. We'll, we'll make it through. And I think we need to really take this to heart in so many things that we do in life. Because we can be our biggest critics. Oh, we can, right? Do you think you're harder on yourself than other people are on you? For sure, yes. I can say without any doubt, I am so much harder on myself 
than anyone else. And it's good to some extent, right? Because I'm constantly pushing myself. I'm constantly trying to grow and learn, figure out new things, you know, ask questions and see where maybe I can tweak something to make it a little bit easier for next time. But then I lay on these crazy expectations of something having to be perfect. And I have done that, you know, with the podcast before I started it, wanting to start it, really wanting to do it, but being like, it has to be perfect. That first episode has to be perfect before I put it out into the world. If it's not, then no one will ever listen to it. But you have to start somewhere and it's going to be messy and it's not going to be perfect. But the only way that you're going to grow from it is by starting and learning. Seeing what worked, what didn't work, what might I need to change or tweak to possibly make it even better. And it's in doing that, giving yourself that permission to show up messy. To show up not totally sure if it's going to work. That you can make that magic happen. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? For me to get to where I am today with this podcast from when I started, I wouldn't feel as comfortable and confident turning on the microphone and chatting with you guys as I do today if I didn't have all these previous episodes to get me here, right? Because that very first time I turned on that microphone, definitely not comfortable, definitely not confident. But I kept going. I kept showing up. And we need to remember that it's okay to be messy and unsure. And I think back, to my very first job in the corporate world where I ended up having that boss that taught me good enough. (laughs) And it's funny because that job, that job was a total fluke in me getting that. At the time, I had graduated from college and gosh, writing a resume is One of the most overwhelming things to do when you're just out of college. Because what are you putting on it? What are you saying? How are you catching people's attention so that from these few words that they're reading about you, they're going to want to call you in and meet you so that they can actually then really get a glimpse of who you are? Even now, after working for so long, Putting together a resume is so overwhelming. And I remember I I had no idea what to write on my resume. I looked it up. I tried to figure it out, but still I'm like, "Is, is this right? Does this even make any sense? And at that time I was working in the restaurant, bartending, and, you know, just chatting with my customers as usual. And I brought up the topic of, my resume and how I was so uncertain about it. And one of my customers said, well, I mean, I'll, I'll take a look at it. You know, I, I had no idea what he did for a job. No idea 
But I figured, you know what? I will take anyone's opinion because I just want to hear what they might think. And then I could tweak it how I seem fit. And so I sent it to him and he writes back, oh, I actually work in the HR department. And, and it was Toys R Us at the time in the corporate office. And um, there's this open temporary position. Do you want it? And I was like, oh, uh, uh, I, I mean, what, what is it? And is, is this something I can even do? Like knew nothing about it. And he's like, well, here's kind of, you know, what it's about. You'll be um, there from like this month to this month. This is how long the temporary position is. And I was like, oh, I, I have no idea. I don't know if I can do this, right? I didn't even go in for an interview. He just kind of said, it's here if you want it. And I was like, oh, uh, I mean, all right. I mean, I guess I'll give it a try. It's temporary. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm going to keep my job in the restaurant because if it doesn't work out, I still need employment. I'll just adjust my hours accordingly. And that's what I did. I remember the first day showing up in that corporate office where everything was just so new. And I was so unsure of myself. Thinking like, what have I gotten myself into? This is terrifying. And then, you know, you, you meet people. You learn what you're doing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I, I, I can do this. I can figure this out. I got this. And the time came where it was supposed to be the end of my time commitment with the company. And my boss at the time, she said, well, we, we really love you. We really want to keep you on full time. But there was no position, right? Someone was coming back into the role that I was filling. And I was like, but how, how is that going to be possible? She goes, well, we actually created a new position just for you, just so we could keep you. And it was mind-blowing because in my head, like, I'm like, that happens? That's possible? I was always just looking at, like, all right, there's this position, there's this position, there's this position. They're all full, so there's obviously no space or place for me to go. But there is. There is always space for each of us in this world. It's just recognizing that and knowing that, like, so many things are possible that we never even knew were there until we show up, until we put in the work. And then these doors and these windows and all these things open that weren't there before. And it's amazing and it's incredible how things can happen and unfold. And that unfolding doesn't come from being perfect. The unfolding comes from you showing up as yourself, you giving it your all, you doing your best, you making those connections along the way and those connections that are just genuine and real and authentic. And in doing that, you're, you're finding your own way and you end up creating your own path, right? Working in the corporate world, in the job that I am now, I mean, when I was in college, I, I couldn't even tell you this job existed. I had no idea 
And yet here I am now, so many years later, and loving it. And it's funny because once Toys R Us closed, I was in that place back to, you know, trying to write my resume, (laughs) figure out where's going to be my next step. And it was agonizing. How do you make yourself stand out? How do you get people to want to talk to you? And similar to kind of this serendipitous opening of a door that never knowing it was there before, somebody that I had previously worked with at Toys R Us was going out on maternity leave. They needed someone to fill her position while she was out. And she reached out. It was, oh, they're looking for someone. This looks like something you could do. And I applied. I did interview this time, (laughs) unlike with Toys R Us. And I was offered the temporary role. And same kind of thing where once she came back, a position was created for me. And it's just like this incredible reminder that just because something is not right there in front of us or we don't see it doesn't mean it can't exist. We can create things. We can make things happen that we never thought were possible. And you can do it not by pushing yourself beyond what you're capable. And I say that in a means of like, kind of like grinding yourself to the ground and making yourself exhausted and trying to do it all. No, you don't, you don't have to do it all. You can just do your best. You can show up as you, put in the hard work, and still make these amazing things happen. Not perfection, but good enough. And so I really invite and encourage you to remember those two tiny words. To ditch this idea that things have to be perfect that you have to always be reaching and striving and growing for something. Because yeah, all of that is great. But we also need to recognize that sometimes we show up and put in our max effort. We do the absolute best we can. And we might not win. We might not come out on top or get that first place trophy. That's okay. You did your best. And your best is good enough. If you showed up and you didn't try at all and you're like, nah, don't care. I'm going to do the minimal. That's a different story, right? (sighs) Totally different story. But if you have your heart in it, if you're really pushing yourself, you're doing the best that you can. Give yourself that credit and also that slack. It doesn't have to be perfect. All right, grab your notebook because, of course, you got to explore this further because I know your mind is probably just churning of these moments where, yeah, it was good enough. Or maybe it is even something you are doing right now that you're putting all this crazy pressure on yourself for. And you're realizing like, oh, wait a minute. I, I, I don't need to do that. I can peel it back a little. I can slow down. Yes, 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 yes. Give yourself that permission to peel it back, to slow down, to allow yourself to recognize 
all that you've done. And so for this week, I invite you to just make a list of all those things that you're working on, that you're doing, where it's good enough, where you don't have to keep pushing the envelope. You can stay where you are and it's still so good, so good. You don't have to spread yourself thin. You don't have to burn the midnight oil. You can just be exactly where you are. And man, look around, enjoy it. This is good. Make a list of the way that you are showing up in the world and it is good enough. And give yourself so much compassion as you make this list and know that we're ditching this idea of perfectionism. We're ditching this idea of having to do it all. Leaving the dishes in the sink for me until the end of the night. Yeah, it's good enough. I don't have to do them. As the day goes on, I can wait and it's going to be okay. (laughs) Right? Doing my best. Because in that department, that's not my priority. There's other things I want to focus my time on. What's going on your list? Be truly authentic and real and honest with yourself. And give yourself credit for how much you do in this world, how much you show up, how hard you try. I see you over there in your corner of the world. You are trying so hard. You're doing so much for others and also for yourself. Give yourself that credit. Even if you think, oh, I could have done that better. Stop. Stop with the overanalyzing. And this idea of perfection. Just be you. Because you as you are is good enough. And please come on over to the Soul Circle community and share with us. Because it is in this sharing that we get to connect and go deeper. And it makes life so much more sweeter. So pop on by. I cannot wait to see you. And I wish you a wonderful week ahead. I will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. But until then, smile, enjoy yourself, know that you are good enough. And we will talk soon. 